I want to just acknowledge how large of a day this is for us. Our church has been in operation since when? Does anybody know? 1896. That's 124 years. That's a lot of years. And uh, this is something now that we're celebrating today that's only happened now two times. And I want to hear you on this. We now have a home of our own. So tell me again how you like that. Yeah. That's great. Now, sometimes in life, when something really big or amazing or profound is happening, you guys might you know, think of something in your head as I'm saying this. Sometimes we can get so caught up in the moment or the hustle and bustle that we forget to really appreciate what's going on around us. And then later down the road, we say, oh, that thing that I went through or that thing that was happening you know, in 1955, oh, whatever, I, I wish that I could have you know, reflected a little more and been you know, more appreciative of it in the moment. I don't want us to have that thought down the road. I want us today to be able to say, wow, like we're stopping today and smelling the roses and looking at what the Lord has done. And I will emphasize again, this is the Lord's doing. I am fully confident that this is the Lord's doing. Yes, yes. And actually, that's an important bit of housekeeping. There's a lot of awesome stuff to talk about. I want you to participate. When you hear something that you like or that the Lord did awesome, I want you to say amen. I want you to clap. I want you to cheer. You can interrupt me. It's wonderful. So please do that, okay? You good? good. We're good. Okay, so here we go. That was right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do three things today. The largest portion is the first portion. We are going to look back. Somebody say, look back. We're going to talk about what God has done to get us here, and then we're going to do a couple of other things after that. First things first, Psalm 77, verse 11, it says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. It's a good soul exercise for us to just sit back and, and acknowledge and admire what God has done. So here's what I want to do. I want to rewind the clock back. Don't worry, we're not going to 1896. We're going to 2016. 2016, at the beginning of that year, we were in our old building, our old home at Douglas Avenue. And I just got to be honest, I loved it there. I loved it there. That was our home for, well, some of you, it was for many years. We won't go there. But it was, it was our home, and we had a lot of good memories there. Here was the thing, though, and I mean, this not, I mean this in a complimentary way. We were starting to outgrow the place. We were starting to not be able to make the most of the space. I would even say it this way. We were kind of starting to get uncomfortable there, not because we didn't like it. It just, you could tell, you know, that, that time was nearing its end. I would even submit to you this. I believe that was from the Lord, the fact that we were no longer comfortable in that building. Because here's the thing. I believe that today we're sitting in here in this building for a reason. I believe that. And if we had been comfortable in our old building, do you suppose we would have left? Probably not. So I think that was of the Lord. Also, he provided a buyer for that building. I'm going to shock you when I say 100-year-old church buildings with not a lot of parking, I mean, the list could go on and on, needs a lot of maintenance, those are kind of a niche market, okay? We didn't have like a long line of people, you know, barging in, starting a bidding war to buy our old building, okay? But God provided a buyer. God did that. We didn't find a buyer, it was him. So that was awesome. And then the next thing, uh, I wanna mention our move to the Nick Nicole Center. I went back in the archive and I discovered it was March 13th, 2016, 
was our first Sunday at the Nick Nicole Center. That was almost five years ago. And God does have a sense of humor because some of you guys will remember we went there and we said this is temporary and it might be for like a couple months, maybe a year, five years almost. So I don't know. The Lord had a plan there, I guess. And I've heard people ask kind of over the years at varying times, you know, Braden, why the Nick Nicole Center? Why did we go there? Was that like the Lord led us there? Did we just like run out of options? Was that like a strategic move? What happened? I won't go down the road really on that one today, but what I will tell you is that when we moved over there, I was part of the team and the process that kind of decided that's where we were going to go. And given the circumstances and what was available and our financial means and a whole bunch of factors at the time, I can say with confidence we were there because of the Lord. That wasn't just some, you know, throw the thing at the dartboard, like the Lord led us there. And I got to just say, I, for one, was very thankful for that place. Uh, the staff was wonderful to us. You know, it wasn't our own thing. We couldn't, like, leave stuff around, but they were fantastic to work with. They were accommodating. They were friendly. They asked questions about our church. It was wonderful. So that was a blessing from the Lord. Do you believe that today? All right. Next, I want to say that uh, I'm going to watch my hands. What some would call our sort of wandering in the desert period. I've heard even in the last couple of weeks, a few of you guys use that terminology. Oh, we've been wandering in the desert or we had that or whatever. That is a reference, of course, to in the Old Testament, the Israelites, God's people, they wandered in the desert for 40 years. Well, we didn't have that for 40 years, so that's something to be thankful for. But I want to just, I want to just kind of talk about that for a second. Some, like I say... Some people have said, it seems like we've been in that wilderness kind of era. And, and when the Israelites were in that, in the Old Testament, that wasn't just because, I don't know, God forgot about them or he was mean or he was just distant and absent. God had the Israelites in the desert for a reason. You know, they had to repent of some things. They needed to trust in the Lord more. They needed to, um, they needed to seek him more. There was a whole bunch of stuff. God was in that. If what we have had has been a desert or a wilderness thing, the very same is true for us. We weren't just wandering around there without the Lord. We were in there for a reason. And I will say, uh, it's been a humbling experience because we have, as a church, we've had to kind of learn some things over the last few years. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. We have had to repent of some attitudes we might have kind of had. We had to learn to trust the Lord in a more uh, deep way in this season. And guess what? That's a work in progress, okay? How many of you know this is not a perfect church? All right, every hand. That should be every hand in applause. Okay, all right, all right. That's a thing. And here's what I would say to this. God did not leave us, abandon us in the wilderness. He's been with us the entire time. Here's a couple examples. We only paid $1,000 a month for rent over there. We had super cheap rent. And I'm saying they... Well, I will tell you, they had the opportunity time and time and time again to increase substantially our rent, and they didn't. Who do you suppose was responsible for that? That was the Lord. And as I said already, the, the staff and the volunteers, the whole organization of One Change over there, can't say enough good about them. They were super good to us, and I think that was of the Lord, because if they had been like, jerks, which they're not, or they'd been uh, breathing down our neck or really restricting us to do what we wanted to do, that would have made us probably a little more antsy to get out of there, and we might have kind of gotten ahead of the Lord's timing and gone somewhere that wasn't as well. Do you know, you know what I'm trying to say? The Lord has been with us through all of this season. 
Now, let's fast forward right into 2020. This one is super cool to me, okay? Our giving, financial giving, which we've been talking about some lately, our giving did not decline, at least at the beginning of COVID. I haven't actually looked for the last little bit. Here's what happened with most churches, by my understanding. I'm not an expert on anybody else, but COVID hits in March. We won't even talk about that. The financial giving for a lot of churches, right off the side of the cliff, you know, large explosion, that kind of thing. And that kind of is understandable in a way because some people have lost their jobs, there's financial uncertainty, people aren't, watch my hands, going to church really as much during this. Our giving did not do that at the start of COVID. As a matter of fact, it wasn't just, you know, it went like this. Our giving actually went up. Like, how does that happen if not for the Lord? And it, and it's not, oh, well, our expenses were just down because we weren't meeting. No, like the giving, what was coming in, went up. That is the Lord. That is the Lord for sure. Next, this building that we are sitting in right now was brought to us. So, Peter already mentioned it earlier. I, we, some of you guys have looked at a lot of buildings. And the other week, Lori and I were driving in the car, and she said, it'd be cool to think about how many places we actually were there like in person looking at. Because you look all over the internet, we've looked at like hundreds of listings on the internet. Over the last four and a half-ish years, um, we counted at least 24 places that I or we have been inside to see that had enough potential that we went to look at it. And zero of them worked out. Zero. Something interesting about that is all of those were ones initiated by us whether it's I'd go on to the internet or I'd call somebody, I'd see a listing, we'd set up a time to go see it, whatever. Mysteriously, those didn't work out. This building, like we got called about this. Hey, there might be an opportunity here for you guys. Just saying that's the responsibility of the Lord. You guys are catching on, I like it. And what I wanna tell you about this, this, this place, like this, this was not our own doing at all. This place wasn't even listed on MLS. This place was never publicly for sale. Like it's not, oh, I went on and saw the listing. It was not listed. That was not us. That's the Lord. Next, I want to talk about desire for outreach. So when exactly it started, I'm not sure, but even call it this calendar year. On the hearts of some of your leaders, we really started to kind of sense more of a, a kind of a burn actually to do some more intentional reaching out because we've had some things, you know, we've been working on internally. That's great. We'll keep doing that. That's awesome. But we really said we got to do something. And then COVID hit. And it's like, how in the world do you do outreach during COVID? Like, this isn't the thing. What do you mean? I want to tell you about the very first day, a few of us came to look at this building back in August. We're walking around, going on the tour, and we didn't bring up anything about outreach. We didn't say a word about it. And someone who was uh, from Silver Falls Church leading the tour, they said, oh, by the way, we should tell you about some outreach opportunities that we have. We have a whole bunch of programs, uh, ministries, groups, connections in the community that are all you know, surrounding this building. And we would love it if, for whoever buys this if they would consider keeping some of them going. And in the back of our minds, we're saying, we've literally been praying for opportunities to do stuff. And they just happened to bring that up. That was the Lord. Awesome. Next, this building ticks all the boxes. I'm a little bit excited about this one because we have had a shopping list in a building. 
you probably assume that. Like, we're not just going to go, any old spot will do, we'll make it work. Like, no, we've been kind of particular. Maybe why it's taken so long to get a place, I don't know. But we've had things like we want parking is good because got to park your car somewhere. Even something like a high ceiling, that kind of seems like a weird one. But when you have a real low ceiling in like a sanctuary, it's kind of different. Um, what else? Things like visibility. You know, we'd prefer if it wasn't down some dirt road at the dead end, you know, tucked away, no electricity, whatever. There are thousands of cars that drive by here every day. Like, there couldn't have been a better spot. What else? Um, outreach opportunities. I said room to grow. That one's super cool because we've looked at places where, yeah, it might work out, but on day one, we would have been like maxed out in the space and we would have been, you know, in trouble already. This place... I, I can't even. It's not like, okay, this might work and I guess we'll do it. Like the Lord, I said to someone this morning, the Lord pulled the Cadillac right in and gave it to us and said, here's the keys. This place has it all. Yes, it's gonna be lots of work to maintain it. There's a financial thing that goes along with that. But look, like wait till you, if you haven't been in here yet, like wait till you see this place. It's amazing. The Lord gave us not only a building, like he did it all. He did it all. So thank you, Lord, for that. Are you excited about that? Haven't heard from you for a minute. So now, got to get into some of the things that were a bit more stress causers in the last little bit. Um, I want to talk about the other accepted offer. You guys, some of you know about this already. When we were approached by the providence of God, we were approached about this place, uh, our realtor that we were working with said, just so you know, um, it's not likely to work out. They said, there's already another offer on this place that's been accepted. And I won't go into the mechanics of the real estate about that, but generally when you get to that stage, it's like close to a done deal. Someone else just can't come in and say, no, I'd like to buy it. I'm gonna take it from you. It's like kinda you're down that road. The other group that wanted to buy this place was having some hard time uh, kind of getting their T's crossed and their I's dotted. And that gave us a window about this big of one to put our name forward as uh, for consideration for buying it. We put in a backup offer. The realtor said, these probably only work 50% of the time, so like, don't get your hopes up. Lo and behold, mysteriously, by happenstance, the other buyer fell through. And I wanna just pause on that. I, I'm not gonna tell you who, but the other buyer was another church, so we're not necessarily like celebrating the fact that they didn't get the building, I mean, I'm kind of glad how it turned out, to be honest, but here's what I want to do. I actually want to pause for a second, Lord, and just pray for that church, and God, we want to ask that you would provide them a space. Maybe they already have one. That'd be pretty cool, but God, I pray that you would bless them abundantly and provide them with a building that would meet their needs even better than this one might have. So God, we just lift them up to you in Jesus' name, amen, because they're not our enemy. Like I say, I'm glad how it worked out, but anyway, so that was that was. That was the Lord, though, doing that. Like, that was totally out of our hands. That was the Lord. We had no play there. I want to talk about our offer. We've told you guys the financials of all of this. We offered $400,000 for this building. How many think that's a lot of money? <laughs> Two hands. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it actually, I'm happy to tell you, uh, this property is assessed at 660,000. So we actually got a really good deal. 
We got a really good deal. And here's the thing about the 400. We put that forward. The realtor said to me, just so you know, they're probably, it's listed at 660. They're probably going to be looking for more like 500. You might be able to get them as low as 450. And I didn't say this to him at the time, but I said, I was kind of discouraged because 450 even is a little bit out of our window. 400 is like right at the top of what we felt that we could responsibly do. And you say, well, there's not that big a difference. Well, there's, there's a difference between taking a leap of faith but being irresponsible, right? And we were like right on the cusp there. Somehow, mysteriously, they accepted our $400,000 offer. What a blessing. That's the Lord. That's the Lord, people. I want you to see his hand in this. That's the Lord. So once that happened, a whole slew of things we had to start working on. One of them was an inspection. And we had an inspector come in here in early to mid-September. They were thorough. They had the whole fleet here. Like the drone was flying around and they had like x-ray cameras. I'm not kidding. It was thorough. One of them said to me, if there's anything living in the walls, we'll know what it is, he goes. <laughs> anyway, the good, actually, I should just say to that, nothing like that came out on the report, so, okay. <laughs> anyway, so the inspection, we needed to get that done, and that can kind of be a deal breaker in some cases, especially this building is 60 years old. Y you never know. Like, it could be, oh, this is not even safe to be in, and if the wind blows, like, it's going to come down on you. Well, that would probably cause us to back off, Right. We got the inspection report back, and yes, there are little things like this and that, as you would imagine. You could go into a new house and find things that needed to be done on inspection, but there was nothing major in the inspection that would cause us to walk away. That's the Lord. That's the Lord. We also had to do an environmental assessment. Bit over my head. I don't know about any of that stuff, but we hired an engineering firm to come in and do that. And they're checking for like contamination in the ground. Was there an oil spill? Was there a uranium mine underneath here a hundred years ago? Like, I don't know. Someone told me before the, the assessor came in, they said, you, you might have a hard time um, with this going super well. We, we ordered what's called a phase one environmental assessment. He said, the person said, with this kind of property, with the refinery like right over the hill and there's two gas stations right here and who knows what was here before, they said it could be a bit of a struggle. It's very likely you might have to go to phase two. That's like someone comes and digs holes and it's more time and more money, right? I got the report back from the environmental assessment guy and it came back completely clean completely clean. And like I said, I want to reemphasize, I was talking to an expert in the field and they said, I can't believe that didn't go to phase two. That's very, very rare. Who do you suppose did that? That was the Lord. That's awesome. That's the Lord. So the next one, this is a word I hope I don't have to say again for a long time after today, financing. Finance, finances, that's okay. But the word financing, I'm done. I'm just done. So, like I said, $400,000 was what we paid for this building. We had some money saved up. Like I already talked about, the Lord blessed us with that over the years. We saved some money up. But we did not have like a pile of money with $400,000 sitting around in it that we could just say, here you go. We had to get a bank to uh, finance this. And we checked with a whole bunch of banks, like the commercial banks, and they all said pretty much the same thing. Yep, we'll probably do it, but you have to put down 35%. And 
You know, th actually somewhere upwards of 50. 35% on 400,000 is 140,000. And we didn't have that. We maybe like could have gotten to it if we did like a drive or a campaign or something like a quick, we need money right away. But then we would have had nothing left over to do anything. We had one more connection though, and I wanna just tell you about it. This one, I, I'll, I'll, this will take a minute, but I'll lead you through this. There is an outfit out west in Canada called Church of Christ Development Company, CCDC. Not ACDC, CCDC. Thank you. And uh, they are essentially like a bank for churches. They fund like capital building projects such as this one. And they're actually a restoration church uh, affiliated thing. So it's like a, a really good one of these. We approached them and actually, we have a bit of a history with them, which I'll tell you about. It was 11 years ago, 2009, we, did, uh, we got a loan from them to do a couple things at our old building. And the Lord blessed us in that season. We were able to pay off the loan super quickly, super quickly, 11 years ago. And I don't know whether they put a sticky note on our file or what they did, but that, I mean, if you're a bank and your customer pays your, their thing off quickly, that looks good on the customer, right? That looked okay on us. So all these years later, we haven't said a word to those guys for 11 years. We approach them and they say, you know, part of the piece of the pie here is, oh yeah, we have a good experience with you guys. We have a good past history. See what the Lord did there over many years. He made that connection. Furthermore, they said, you know, we're probably interested in doing this, but this is mid-September at this point. We had a September 30th hard deadline for financing. Need it by September 30th. Middle of September, they said, we're probably interested. Normally, it takes us six to eight weeks to like, do our whatever they need to do. They, they usually send somebody out on plane. They do a site visit. They write up a report, whatever. Six to eight weeks. Well, we had about two. We had about two weeks. So there, there went the stress level, right? They said, but COVID has changed all that for us. Seriously. Yeah, well, no, seriously, that's what I mean. Obviously, COVID is bad. COVID is not good, but I want you to see and don't miss it how the Lord caused something good to come out of it, how the Lord used that to our advantage. Something as horrible as COVID was beneficial for us in this, in this context. Somebody thank him for that, please. So they said, we're gonna fast track this. We're gonna do everything we can do um, We'll try to get everything, you know, as fast as we can. I don't know if we can do it in two weeks. That's what they said. So we're praying and praying and praying and doing some more praying about it. And we're giving them documents and all kinds of stuff. It got to be close to the 30th of September. We were pretty close, like high 20s. And uh, here's what I learned. I don't exactly remember the date. Here's what I learned. The, the church that was looking to buy this place this is, I hope you track with me here. The church that was looking to buy this place before us, they had the offer, we had the backup offer, theirs went away, ours was now the offer. Well, they got their stuff together and they put in a backup offer behind us. So now, like, it's not just a leisurely stroll through the park, like there's somebody chasing you, right? So that was, there goes. So anyway, that got accepted, their backup offer. So here the 30th is getting very close they apparently have financing and we don't. If we, and the realtor said, if you guys ask for an extension on the 30th, you're likely not to get it because 
They have guaranteed money in the backup offer. That was not a good week at the beginning of the week. We were hoping and we were reaching out to CCDC. We said, can you give us something, like any kind of indication, just a little morsel of an indication that you're interested in, in financing us and we'll take that to the seller and say, is this good? Will this work, please? <laughs> September 30th, it was a Wednesday. On September 30th, not a day before, not a day after, we heard from CCDC. And we were hoping for, you know, the little crumb, the little morsel. They showed up on the day of our deadline with a full letter of commitment for financing. Who is responsible for that? That is the Lord, people. That is the Lord. I couldn't believe it. That was crazy. Anyway, the last thing that I'll say, looking back-wise, and Peter mentioned this already a little bit, once that all got through, October kind of became, let's work a little bit with Silver Falls. Um, let's figure out a transition plan. You know, we'll meet with them. It's been super, super, super positive. Like, really positive. As a matter of fact, I've come out of meetings with them. Others have come out of meetings with them. And here's, here's generally the sentiment. There's something really special going on there. It's not just like, you know, just, you know, strict legalese and we're this and you're that. It's like, there's like bonding happening there. It, there. There's a, I don't know how to quantify it exactly, but there's, there's like a tilling of the soil the Lord seems to be doing in our hearts and in theirs. It's been like kind of a spiritual connection with them, which is not supposed to sound as weird as it maybe does, but it's been really cool. Here, here's a couple of things that they've said, or one thing that they've said. I've heard it multiple times in the last month. We'll be talking with someone from Silver Falls, and they say, we really just felt we should be working with you guys. That other church was there, nothing bad about them, but we really just felt there was really something special about you guys and we felt that we needed to, to be working with you. That's the Lord. That is the Lord. And like Peter said, they're gonna be renting from us. They're meeting at, at two o'clock this afternoon. Sidebar, I don't mean this to sound wrong, we've kind of like made some changes to the place. If you had seen it like a few days ago, I, I would actually like for you to pray when you're driving home later, like pray that that'll go well when they come in here today. Seriously, I'm not, I'm not actually kidding. Um, I hope that it will. We've been praying about that. Anyway, they're gonna be renting from us and somebody will might say, well, well they're not a restoration church, Braden, and, and we are, like how's that gonna work? Here's what I'll say. They're on team Jesus. They're on the same team as us. So we're happy for them. We're celebrating um, everything that's going on with them and we're excited to kind of see where this goes. So that's that. That's a look back and I hope that you have seen through all of that stuff the common denominator. And it's not us. As you've seen, like there were many times we had no move. We, we had no play. We had nothing. And we said, Lord, if this is your will, listen, if this is your will, we, we have nothing. We need you to somehow move this wall, move this mountain. And if it's not your will, like, shut it down. We prayed that prayer many times. And time after time after time after time, somehow the wall would be moved, the mountain would be moved, and we'd have a path forward. That is the Lord. When we prayed, God answered, and he showed up, and he moved. This, and, and, and all of this, I hope that you see this. It's become very clear to me and to many of us that this is the Lord's will for us to be here. This is the Lord's will. And that gets me really excited, my friends. 
because there is no better place on God's green earth than to be in his will. There is no better place. And so now I'm looking to the future. Oh my word, like what does he have for us moving forward? If we know we're in his will, this is so awesome. So please let us just acknowledge one last time what he has done, please. That might not be the last time. That might have been a little bit of a white lie, but anyway, that's okay. All right, a couple more things to do with the time I have left. We're gonna, we've looked back. We're now going to look ahead. Somebody say look ahead. We don't have a concrete, you know, it's been so busy the last couple of months. What we don't have is here's our 10-step plan for, you know, every little activity we're going to do here, every ministry we're going to start, every outreach we're going to do. We don't really have that. That's kind of for us to figure out now and seek the Lord on. Here's what I do want to say, what the Lord put on my heart to share with you this week about, about moving forward, just kind of in a general sense. This building, this day, today, as awesome as this is, this is not a destination. This is not the finish line today. I want you to know we have not finished. We are only beginning. We are beginning. Isaiah 43, 18 says, this is God talking. He says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. That doesn't mean never look back. That's not what he means. He just means don't dwell there. Don't only live there. Behold, God says, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I think we're perceiving it. You know what I mean? The reality is, like, we have stuff in front of us to do. We have a lot of stuff in front of us to do. And, for instance, there's a mission at stake. There are people, even geographically, all around us, every which way you turn, there are people all around us who don't know the Lord Jesus. And we do know him. And something must be done about that. There are people, when we disperse from here, when you go to work or go to wherever you go, there are people there who don't know Jesus and who you have influence with and relationships with. Something must be done. So we have that. We also, even just for us internally, we, like, we have more to grow into and experience in Christ ourselves. Like We're not done growing. I'm not done growing. That has to happen in this season. Our attitude cannot be Again, as awesome as this day is, our attitude cannot be, hey, now we're here and we're done. Let's close the doors, put our feet up. We're retiring. We're great. We're golden. That's an attitude, listen to me, that's an attitude to be repented of. To be clear, like, no one is more happy about this day than I am, just so you know. Like, I'm not saying you you can't throw that away either. This place is going to be amazing. It already has been amazing. Like, for us to have our home here is awesome awesome and we're going to enjoy it together and we're going to celebrate it together so we're not we're not just throwing that away i'm just saying it has to be both we have to be a missionally focused church in this season so for today we're actually going to talk about our mission in a few weeks too i'm excited about that but for today in addition to checking ourselves for that kind of i'm done mentality here's what i want you to be do to, to be doing I want you to be praying and dreaming and thinking and brainstorming. We'll probably have some more meetings, right, people? We're going to have some more time to, to think about what physically, tangibly, specifically we can do from here, through here, out in the parking lot, out from here, whatever. We're looking for your help and your assistance on this because 
I, the elders, the board, etc., do not have a monopoly on all the good ideas, okay? So be praying, and if the Lord puts something on your heart, like, we want to hear about it. We do. Like, really, the sky's kind of the limit here. We can do almost anything we want, which is awesome. So please be doing that in this coming time. Because, again, I will say, I believe the Lord has us here for a reason. I believe that the Lord has work for us to do in this place, in this season, going out from here. And, and, and do we not believe that he will lead us and guide us into that future? Do you believe that he will? Do we not believe that he has people for us to reach and people to minister to and, and the gospel to be shared and our own lives and, and walk in Christ to grow into? Do you believe that he is, is doing all of that? Do we believe, we're gonna sing about this in a minute, so I hope you believe it, that God is able to do more, immeasurably more than all we ask or can even imagine? Do you believe that today? I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it even in just this building and it's gonna go on, we pray. So let's adopt a kingdom mindset. That's all I'm trying to say. We are not just here for ourselves. We are working for our great king, Jesus Christ. We are working for the kingdom of our great king, Jesus Christ. And we are working to serve those who our king loves. That's what's up. That's what's going on. And we are armed people with the Holy Spirit we are armed with the gospel, the best news in this world. Something must be done. And we are among the people all across the city who ought to be doing something about it. So let's go. Let's go. Am I right? Am I, are you with me or what? Yes. Okay. Yes. To so look ahead. Last thing I want to do today, we are going to look up. Somebody say look up. I saw one person literally look up. I was hoping for that all week. Bless you. Thank you for that. Yes. We're actually going to do two things in here as I wind down. We're going to dedicate in a minute, we're going to dedicate in prayer this facility to the Lord. The first thing we need to do, though, is we're going to dedicate ourselves to the Lord. It says in Romans 6.13, present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. That would be all of us who are believers. God has done that to you in your life. Psalm 37.5, I just love this one. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. That's our God. So if we're gonna do anything at all in this building, like if the momentum, if the celebration, if, the, if, if, if seeing the hand of God, you know, in some ways is gonna keep on past this day, like we need to make sure we're committed to him. We're gonna need to, I mean, God can do whatever he wants for sure, but I'm just saying like, if we're not seeking the Lord, if we're not, if we're not worshiping the Lord or growing in the Lord or giving a rip about the Lord, like, do you suppose he's gonna wanna rush out to pour forth blessing, right? We need to make sure every single one of us, you, me, all of us, are committed to him. That's a first and foremost priority and importance. If we're gonna be a church that's pleasing to him, if we're gonna have any kingdom impact at all, that has to happen. So here's what I want us to do. Somebody's gonna get upset at me for doing this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. We're gonna get to know every square inch of this place. So if you are able-bodied to do this, I wanna invite you to get, if you have room, I don't know how it'll work, we're gonna do it anyway, onto the floor on your knees, and we're gonna pray to the Lord. If you're not physically able to get down and back up, don't like do it, it's okay, it's a heart thing. But if you're able, I want you to join me right now on the floor, and we're gonna pray. And I would love to just pray this uh, for us as your pastor because I love you. Lord, 
First of all, we acknowledge you in this place. We acknowledge who you are. You are God. We are not. You are king. We are not. You are our savior. We are not our savior. You are our hope. We are not our own hope. God, it all comes from you, and we thank you for that. And I want to pray today. I want to first even start with myself, Lord. Whatever you know, lies in the past is whatever it is, God. Today is an opportunity to trust you more, to seek you more, to lean into you more, to enjoy your presence more, to worship you more. So God, I want to just say over my own life that I devote myself to you today. And God, I want to pray for all of my willing brothers and sisters who are sitting here this morning as well. God, I want to pray over them as their pastor, God, commitment and loyalty and devotion to you. God, we might not have much to bring to you, but we have our hearts. What we do have, we bring to you now, Lord. Here's our hearts. And God, I pray that you would take us and you would mold us and you would shape us and you would do what you want to do in us and through us, God. And I pray for the one who might be struggling or might be holding on to something that's keeping them from being as close to you as maybe they should be, God. And I pray uh, in Jesus' name this morning, God, that, that these things will be removed. I'm praying, God, that in this season there would be a whole new level of devotion to you and, and respect for you and following of you and worship of you, not just because we're gonna pull up our socks and try harder, but God, I'm praying, Holy Spirit, that you would do this work in us. I'm praying, come Holy Spirit, fill our hearts, fill our minds, fill our words. We are yours. We are your people. You are our God. We worship you today and we commit ourselves to you in the name of Jesus, your son, and God's people say it. Amen. Part two of what we're going to do. You can get up. In fact, you can get right up onto your feet for a minute. Right up on your feet. We're, getting, we're just getting into it here. We're going to just, and this won't be the last time we do this, but this looks awesome. Oh, my word. This is amazing. Poof. We're going to probably down the road do a more formal dedication and, and, you know, grand opening or whatever. But on this first day that we're here, um, I want to just quickly pray a prayer of, of dedication for this space. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to, however you do it, I want you to put your hands in the air. You can, whatever, however that looks for you, right? Because we're, we're, this is symbolic of we're, we're offering up this praise and this place to the Lord. So pray with me if you would please. God... We know that the earth is yours and the fullness thereof, and that would include this parcel of land on the corner of Loch Lomond Road and Champlain Drive. Lord, let this be an outpost of your kingdom. God, let this be a house of worship. Let this be a house of prayer. Let this be a house where all are welcome. Let this be a house where sins are repented of. Let this be a house where people turn, including those of us who are Christians, turn to Jesus anew and afresh. Let this be a place where lives are changed. Let this be a place where the kingdom is advanced. Let this be a place, God, from which we go out to bear your name and your image and do ministry. God, let this be, and it already has been, let this be an incredible blessing for our church, God. We acknowledge what a thing you have done to bring us to this building. And a building is not our hope. We know that, Lord, but it's awesome. We love it. So thank you, God. Thank you, God. This building, this property, this land is yours. It is yours, and we put that flag in the ground right now. This is yours, so God, come and do with it what you will. And God's people pray in the name of Jesus, we say, 